Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hara. I've been in different leadership positions over the last seven years, and the most rewarding thing is when I'm able to help women on their way to a promotion or a better position with another company. I'm here to help so many more women see their potential and implement small changes every day to make a huge impact in their career. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Next Level Leaders. I'm so glad to have you joining us today. I cannot believe that it is officially October and it is also baby month. So this is the month that I'm due. She could be coming any day now, but I'm officially due on October 12th. So I'll keep you guys posted, but I plan to have episodes still continue to come out on every Tuesday. So don't you worry. But of course, if you follow me over on Instagram at Nicole.Harrop, you'll be one of the first to know with any updates in regards to when the baby is coming, if you care. <laughs> um, I wanted to provide a course update. So I have been working on a course. It is how to go from actively searching to landing your next job. And I am so excited about it. I have put together so many different sections as far as making sure that the course is exactly what you would need if you are thinking about leaving your current company and potentially going somewhere else. It is going to help you from A to Z on all things interviewing and networking, resumes, cover letters, salary, uh, following up, uh, negotiating, of course, your salary, and all sorts of great things. So, uh, of course, there's great free content, which is what I share in the podcast episodes each week. However, courses are kind of like that next step where you can really invest in yourself and have everything in one place. So that's the nice thing. Of course, free, you're going to get a little bit messy and disorganized, uh, but having a small investment into a course is going to have everything in the same spot and a great flow to the whole process. You can stop and go back and replay and pause wherever you're at, which is so nice. And anything that gets added or updated to that, you'll also have uh, for the lifetime access, which is really exciting as well. So I highly recommend if you are thinking about looking into getting a new job, maybe into the new year uh, after the holidays. So you've got a couple months to prepare if you are thinking at all about uh, potentially changing jobs it is worth checking out. So I'll keep you updated on when that's going to launch. Again, if you are following me over on Instagram, that's where I am most active and will post any updates, but I will also keep you updated here on the podcast as well. In regards to that, I also wanted to read a recent testimonial. I've been working with a one-on-one client and it is very much related to the course that I'm creating. So she's been uh, working to leave her current company and look for new opportunities. So here is her testimonial. I was really struggling with feeling confident about my resume and my ability to successfully apply for and land a new job when I started working with Nicole. 
She helped me get my resume in great shape and helped me craft a cover letter template I can easily tailor to every job application. She has turned my job applying process from a huge stress and anxiety burden into a straightforward and easy process. Because of her background in hiring and interviewing, she has been able to show me the process of interviewing and landing a new job from the point of view of someone working in a hiring department. This has been huge for me because it turned the hiring process from a scary, intimidating, unknown to a straightforward and human process. In addition to this, Nicole is always available for additional support via email. She responds in a timely manner with thoughtful and helpful responses. She has been a tremendous support for me during this process. So thank you so much, Emily, for writing that. Uh, I love hearing that great feedback. And that is why I'm here to share so much free content on the podcast. But of course, creating this uh, course is going to be so helpful for anyone who's really serious in considering getting set up for success when looking for another position because I have had so much experience with uh, hiring and interviewing and the whole process from the back end. It helps my clients to feel more confident in the process in itself because I'm helping them to understand what's going on behind the scenes and it takes a lot of that, I guess, guesswork and insecurities that might creep up out of it. So it has been a joy working with her and I am so excited to get the course launched. All right. So if you have been listening to any of these episodes, I would love it if you uh, rated or reviewed the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you are able to pull up really any of the episodes and go to like the main screen and scroll down where it says see all episodes. Uh, Towards the bottom it has the ratings and reviews. You can tap to rate five stars, uh, but you can also click right below that to write an actual review. So if you have any feedback and wanna provide that there, that's great. If you don't have as much time and just wanna hit the five star rating, I would so appreciate it. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. We are talking today about becoming the expert. I know when I think about it myself of being the expert, I honestly get a little overwhelmed because the word expert in itself feels a little overwhelming and kind of daunting almost. But I'm here to tell you that you don't have to be the expert in everything. You don't even have to know everything even when you are the expert. So let's jump into that a little further so that you can understand what I mean by that. Okay, so let's say you have just started a new position and you are in training. No matter what your title is, you are likely going to be taking everything in and learning everything just like everyone else in your training class or uh, maybe it's self-taught modules or however it is that you're getting this knowledge could be side-by-sides, on-the-job training, all sorts of different ways to take in that knowledge. Take in and soak in as much as you can during that time that you are really just expected to learn and that way you can kind of find out what areas interest you most so that you can kind of hone in on that and become the expert in that area. So if it's feeling overwhelming, definitely start with something small and start working your way up. Timing 
is everything when it comes to learning information. Self-awareness is very important in regards to learning additional information and soaking that in. Of course, you need to be performing your job or basically performing to the expectations of your leadership team or whatever expectations you have, and then finding when is the right time to get with other departments or other team members to learn additional information or learn additional systems by shadowing or sitting side by side with someone so you can really start to again just soak in and learn that information and to determine where you are going to be most helpful in being an expert. When you aren't sure what you want to become the expert on, something that was helpful to me is what you are passionate about and it doesn't necessarily always have to be what you are greatest at. Now for me, I always like being helpful to my team members and being able to answer questions quickly. I've worked many phone jobs and had customer service positions for most of my life. And when you are on a phone call, you need quick responses. So I was always searching information in our systems and learning all the different pathways to get to different information in our knowledge base or our help centers and that way whenever a team member had a question I was able to help provide a quick response for them. So again think of something that you're passionate about or something that you're naturally good at and determine which pathway is going to lead you to the area that you want to be an expert in. Now a big part of this comes with self-awareness as well so you want to be careful how you come off and again, it's it comes back to your intentions. When you think of an expert or like a know-it-all, a couple of different people may come to mind or thoughts or feelings may come to mind. When you think of someone who's an expert, you may think, oh, they are just going to speak down to me or they're going to think I'm dumb. Make sure when you are that expert, how you are coming off is very important and your perception to other people and team members and leaders, but it it breaks down to your intentions. Now, I've seen people who have been around and when they are helping people or being an expert, they are doing it in the place of selfishness and wanting to be seen by leadership or they're trying to work their way up to a promotion or Whatever that goal is that they're working towards, their intention may not be to help you and help you be successful, but it's more so how they can be successful or how they can be seen as successful, if that makes sense. So again, it's where you're coming from and your intentions. I talk about coming from a place of service and I'll mention it every day, all the time, because that is so important is to make sure that you're coming from a good place when you are being the expert. Because if you're sharing that information, you need to think of why you want to be the expert in that in that area. Are you wanting to help other people? What exactly are your intentions with becoming the expert, right? People will start coming to you for help and that's when you need to decide when to give information versus teaching information. And there are many different scenarios where it will be helpful in providing 
straight information or teaching them. Now, if it is a high stress situation, you're probably not going to want to teach them and take time uh, for them to learn something in that moment. You may just need to give the information. Maybe it's an escalated situation, again, with a customer or something where it needs to be done very quickly. Otherwise, there are plenty of opportunities where you can teach your team uh, or other leaders this information as well. So they talk about teaching people how to fish. And that is exactly what I'm talking about here is when to make that decision. So again, this comes with time and you may not always make the right decision in the moment and that's okay. Give yourself that grace. But when you are the expert and As time goes on, you'll start to learn when it's helpful to provide information versus teaching the information to that team member. Now, there's always time that you can follow up with team members as well. So if it's not the right time to teach them, but you feel it's important to teach them, whatever it is that they're asking of you, you can always set a follow-up meeting or maybe it's just sending a message to the team member so that they are aware of how to get to that information for future reference. I know for me, being a manager in different call centers, sometimes it's easy to give that information because it's quick and I can go back to what I was doing. But if I'm not teaching them how to be self-sufficient in certain ways, they are just going to keep coming back to me for those same questions. And in the end, I'm going to lose out on more of my time by not teaching them in the first place. So setting people up for success and making it so that they aren't relying on you for everything is important. And I know that some people get so worried thinking like, well, if I teach them everything that I know, they aren't ever going to come back to me for help. And while that's partially the case, Of course, they're going to have so much more respect for you for teaching them and guiding them and leading them. And it helps you, again, to be a natural leader amongst your peers. You will see additional people reaching out to you for help who may not have originally thought to reach out because they see all these other people being successful because of your guidance and willingness to help. When you have knowledge, you're going to gain so much confidence and confidence is sexy. Of course, when you have access to all this information and really are the expert in these different areas, then you are going to be seen as a leader and people will see you as confident, especially if you own the fact that you are confident in the knowledge Again, coming from the right place and making sure that you're not overly confident or, of course, coming off as arrogant by any means, but it is totally okay to be confident in the knowledge that you have and the abilities that you have because of the knowledge that you are able to share. And when you're sharing that knowledge, people start to view you, like I said, as a leader, they'll have more respect for you. And then once you have taken in all that information, you've become the expert and provided feedback or guidance or anything like that, you can also make suggestions for improvements or changes. And this is when you're really going to stand out as a leader. And if you are working to get promoted at work, this is huge as well. You are going to be able to suggest improvements because you understand all of the ins and outs. 
I know when you start a new position and you have a fresh pair of eyes on any subject, it's easy to pick things apart, but if you don't have the full understanding and the bigger picture of everything, it's hard to poke holes in something so quickly. So it's good to come at things with a fresh pair of eyes, but also having that knowledge of everything from A to Z inside and out. That way you are able to suggest the improvements or changes that you think are best and your leadership team will certainly take those more seriously because they know how knowledgeable you are. Now, when I said you don't have to know everything, I think it is extremely important to acknowledge when you don't know everything, even when you're being asked questions in your area of expertise. And when I say that, it's because you aren't expected to know everything. And if you don't have the answer, you can certainly acknowledge the question or the concerns or the request and just make sure that you follow up with that team member once you've looked into it and found out additional information. Your team members want to know that they have a resource available to them to where someone is going to follow up and they are also going to be getting back to them. It's so nice and such a relief to the team member to know, hey, I know that they don't know this answer, but they said they're going to find it out and I trust and believe that they are going to do everything that they can to look into this situation and follow up with me, even if there isn't an actual resolution. Maybe a new policy or process or procedure needs to be put into place and because of your question and because of the willingness to go seek out additional advice, that is what's going to help create additional change. So the fact that you're involved with that is amazing. I also say that it's not important to be the expert in everything and I'm really big on finding people with diverse backgrounds who are really good at certain things but not okay at everything. I've mentioned in past episodes about being well-rounded and you know people talk about multitasking and certain things that it seems like in today's world aren't as big of buzzwords anymore because being well-rounded doesn't necessarily tell me that you're great at one certain thing. It tells me that you're okay at a lot of different things. And in many companies that may work, but in other companies and possibly where you are wanting to grow, you are going to want to be the expert in one thing and then be great at a lot of other things as well. So that is why I talk about being the expert in one area and having other team members who you can reach out to for help in the areas that they're an expert in. So I think it's so important for all team members to really dive in and do some self-reflection on what they're passionate about and confident in and dive even deeper into becoming the expert in those areas because that is going to help a company and a team all together to be that much stronger and better when There are so many different experts in different areas. So that way, when someone asks you a question that you're not confident in because it's not your area of expertise, you know exactly who to reach out to for help. So it doesn't matter what your role is or your title or your job. If you become the expert and approach it in the right way, 
you will definitely see a difference in how people view you and how much more they start to rely on you as well as seeking your approval for decisions that they need to make. And isn't it amazing when, again, you may have a lower title, but you are going to have team members above you or other leaders who are reaching out to you for your feedback because you are the expert in that area. Now, I hope you are excited about becoming an expert if you aren't already and also feeling some sort of relief about not needing to know absolutely everything, as we mentioned. So with that, I hope you are excited to get to work and become the expert if you aren't already. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Next Level Leaders. If today's episode resonated with you, please take a quick screenshot, share it to your Instagram, and tag me at Nicole.Harrop. I love to see it, and it means the world to me. I appreciate you helping to spread the word so I can help more women. See you on next week's episode.